Welcome to Explosive Small Business Growth. Are you a small business owner or entrepreneur? Do you want more customers, clients, and leads? Do you want to keep more of your hard-earned profits? Then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Ben Vizanal, and on this show, I'm going to teach you my proven methods, tactics, and strategies to help you achieve explosive small business growth. What's up, gang? I'm in my car today. It's not in the studio. That's why I got my sunglasses on. I will probably, I don't know if I'll put the fake background up or not, but uh, if I do, don't think I'm crazy because I got sunglasses on. I'm actually outside. It's quite bright today. Um, I got five things I'm going to hit you with today. Now, these are more of a strategy than versus tactics. We've been talking about the 80-20 rule and the five-factor profit formula that I use to help small business owners get rapid business growth. This is sort of in addition to that. So these are the five basic things or five basic expert tips that all small business owners should be doing. And so it's it's more strategy versus tactics. Um, I'm not gonna get into tactics too much, but every small business owner should be doing these five things in some way, shape or form. It's gonna be different depending on your business, but you need to find a way to do these five things. So don't say like, oh, I'm in a, I'm in a service business or I have a brick and mortar. I shouldn't be doing that. No, you should be doing this in some way shape or form so hear me out work with me uh, if you haven't seen my other videos uh, you know join the Facebook group explosive small business growth uh, you can search for that or you can go facebook.com forward slash group forward slash explosive small business growth you can hit up my website get some free training there I've got uh, uh, everything you know about marketing is wrong training it's free also you got my you can get my book there for free explosive small business growth.com and uh, those rings attached, so definitely check that out if you have not done so. The group is also free, but if you're watching this, you're probably already in my group, and as you know, I drop this content there first. If you're on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe to make sure you get more notifications if you've enjoyed this content. So I'm gonna hit you real quick with this. Um, gonna ask you if I can get your permission to be totally honest with you, and for those of you who've watched this channel for a while, you know when I usually start a video that way, that means we're about to get really, really real. So. If you don't want the truth, if you want to have someone tell you what you want to hear, then leave now. You've been warned, and probably going to be a little bit of language in this as we get serious into this. So I'm going to hit you with these five basic tips. I'm going to go fast. I'm not going to drag this out. Um, Rewatch it. Pause, rewind, whatever, and uh, write these down because they're pretty, they're pretty impactful. So the first one, create a solid business plan. A lot of people think that uh, I'm going to get a credit card and I'm going to buy some product and open up a store and uh, maybe run some Facebook ads. They think that's a business plan. I think that's a strategy and it's not. So if that's what you're doing, stop it. It's a horrible plan. It sucks and it, there's a reason why you're struggling in your business. All right. So create a real business plan. A business plan is going to do a few things for you. And I got some notes down, so I keep looking down. Uh, the business plan is going to do a few things for you. One, it's going to create real goals. It's going to create a marketing plan nine times out of 10. Uh, a lot of people leave that part out. They think that, you know, I'm going to do X in my business and then they don't, they don't, and, and, and they really focus on the logo. Maybe they talk about their ideal customer and then they get sort of heavy into how to make the widgets, right? The whatchamacallits, the doodads. And they don't think beyond that. They forget all about the fact that they've got to find a way to reach their customers. And they think, well, if I build it, they will come. They will not come. 
All right, you gotta you gotta let them know you're out there. You gotta find a way, to, a way to reach out and get them and acquire customers. So if you suck at marketing and you suck at sales, and usually when I uh, meet with new business owners and they're struggling in their businesses, that's usually what they're struggling with is acquiring new customers. All right, that's the name of you know explosive small business growth, and uh, the subtitle of that group is you know getting more clients, more customers, keeping more profits. Um, because that's what most small business owners struggle with. They have a great product, but they 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 can't get people to come buy it. So marketing, create a marketing plan, execute said plan, uh, find target audience. We kind of talked about that, and of course financial projections. You've got to have an idea of what you're going to be spending in your organization and how much money you think you're going to be taking in. You got to know your ROI. It shocks me that a lot of businesses have no idea what their profit margins are, both net and gross. And if you're one of those people. Uh, no offense, but you suck as a business owner and you're going to fail. Your business is going to collapse in on itself at some point unless you're just really, really lucky. So if you don't know your profit margins, go figure that out. And um, I am going to be launching a financial um, training, basically a one-sheet P&L type training. It's going to be free. Uh, so look out for that. Again, subscribe and or join my group. And we'll talk about, you know, just knowing the basics. You know, you can't run, you shouldn't be running Facebook ads or any other kind of marketing unless you know what your margins are, because that's going to tell you whether or not you should be running that advertising. Is it going to actually generate a, a profit for you? And or should I be discounting? Because if you know you have a profit margin of 25%, you run a 40% off sale. Yeah, that's why a lot of businesses fail. It sounds crazy that I didn't have to say that out loud. And it, it just sounds stupid that I have to say it out loud. But a lot of you people... Not the people in this group, because you guys know better. But a lot of people out there just don't, uh, they don't know that information. And they're going out there willy-nilly, kind of like the old west. And they're struggling in their business. And those businesses almost always 100%, 99.9% of the time, will fail. Or at a minimum, they're not living up to their full expectation because uh, they don't know the basic financials of their business. So it's okay not to know that, but it's not okay to not continue to not know that. So go educate yourself. Do your due diligence. Learn about uh, some small business financials. All right, second thing. Build a strong online presence. We live in a digital age. You cannot have a business, even if it's a brick and mortar, if it's a service business or whatever it is, you've got to have some sort of digital presence. I, don't, I, I shouldn't have to go into that one. Like, you just got to have something. Uh, posting on Facebook is not marketing, okay? This video that I'm putting out there, yeah, it generates a little buzz for me. It generates some people, um, puts them in my funnel. But at the end of the day, you know, that's not really marketing, all right? It, it is, but it isn't. I know it sounds crazy to say that, but it's true. So, uh, just posting a, a picture or a meme or one, you know, a little Instagram post with a, a cool saying, it's not really marketing. You need to have a true legitimate strategy and you need to have a legitimate online presence. Uh, and of course, engage your market, not just uh, post something. You need to start having some engagement, right? You need to know who your, your target audience is. And you need to know how to uh, engage and interact with them. Focus on customer satisfaction is a third thing. This one is another one. I, I see a lot of people that will uh, make, make a great product, but they don't really focus on customer satisfaction. You're selling an experience. I don't care what you sell, um, unless you are a value leader, right? Unless your your core differentiating factor that sets you apart in the marketplace is your price, which you should not be com competing on price, especially if you're a small business owner, because you can't, right? You cannot compete with the Walmarts of the world. Um, you can't compete with the, if you're in the clothing business, you know, the, the um, uh, you know, the Dillards or the Macy's, you can't compete with those people. You just can't. They buy in such a volume and a bulk 
and they can discount. So they can literally give stuff away and just and still make a profit. You can't do that. So you shouldn't be a value leader if you're a small business owner with very rare exceptions. But that being said, you need to find something else to set you apart. And that's where you come in as far as you provide a market, a need in the market that no one else is providing and you focus on customer satisfaction. You sell an experience. And I, I've told the story uh, many times on this channel and in other groups uh, about when I bought a suit many, many years ago. I bought a suit at Dillard's and uh, I'll just tell it real quick. Short version is I worked in the mall, um, didn't have any kids. I mean, this is how long ago it was. And me and wife were just married. She worked in the mall too at another store. And I told her, I said, I need to get a new suit. A couple suits I got are getting kind of worn out. Uh, let's go down to JCPenney's in the mall. Went to Penny's and walked in. I had a JCPenney's card while I went into Penny's. No one would help me. Walked around, looked at the suits. People were just walking by me, no one helped me. So let's go to Sears. I got a Sears credit card. Sears sells suits, went to Sears. This is a long time ago. Like I said, Sears had all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> went to Sears, same thing, nobody helped me. I'm looking at suits, picking them up off the rack, putting them on my back. No one helps me, right? And I needed to get it tailored, so um, couldn't, couldn't get up and help me. So my wife says, let's go to Dillard's. I'm like, I don't have a Dillard's credit card. I really don't want to spend, you know, two, $300 cash on a suit. Um, she's like, well, let's just go see what they got. You know, they got more suits. Let's go into Dillard's. I hadn't put my two feet down good in the store, and a young man walked up to me and says, what can I help you with today, sir? So I need a suit. And he says, okay, what are you looking for? And I already knew, I think, if I recall, I think I wanted I wanted a gray double-breasted suit. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I think it might have been an olive double-breasted. I went there very specifically for a certain suit. I wanted something to look different than what I had. Needless to say, uh, when it was all said and done, I ended up buying two suits, and neither of them were what I went in there looking for. The guy was fantastic. And I offered him a job. I said, hey, man, come work with me down the hall. Man, I need, I need, I need someone like you. Because customer satisfaction, customer experience makes a difference. I had no intentions of buying a suit in Dillard's. I did not have a Dillard's credit card, but I ended up paying cash for a suit, paying more than I wanted to, and I bought two of them because of the customer experience. I can't stress enough, you need to be all focused on customer satisfaction and customer experience. Uh, for that reason, but also for the biggest reason, customer referrals, right? If you give a great experience, they're going to refer people. And anyone will tell you referrals are king. You will close more sales off of a referral than you ever will from, uh, you know, running ads. It's it's a, it's 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 a warm lead. It's going to close better. They're already kind of primed up, and the cost of customer acquisition is going to be much lower because someone sent them to you. It didn't cost you anything, right? Versus running ads or you know other other types of marketing. So customer satisfaction. Third thing you should be doing. Doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. Fourth thing, continuously invest, I'm sorry, continuously innovate and adapt. Um, you know, we're not just talking about products. This is when, when we say innovation, a lot of people think tech, they think Apple, they think Samsung, whatever, and they think innovation. That's not the type, there's more ways to innovate. If you're in the muffin business, maybe you innovate something that the customer never sees of a new process to go from cooking, I don't know, 40 muffins an hour to 100 muffins an hour. So now your productivity is, is ramped up. Maybe you innovate some special way to cut costs or time. You know, Domino's, I've used the Domino's story a bunch of times. They innovated the entire pizza industry by simply just changing how the product was delivered to the customer. You don't come to us, we bring it to you. We do it in 30 minutes or less or it's free. They exploded onto the scene and they built their entire business around that model. They built their stores around college campuses where they could get to their ideal customer,
quickly and deliver on their 30 minutes or less promise. So that simple innovation changed their entire industry and their, of course, their entire their their personal business model by the way they picked out locations and so on and so forth. So innovation is not just new products. Um, and the fifth one is network and collaborate. A lot of us suck at this one, and I do too. I'll be the first to tell you. Um, we tend to get on islands. We tend to think that we know everything, and we don't want any help, so we don't network. Or we do go to networking events, and we sit in the corner, and we drink our cold beer or our refreshing adult beverage, and we don't talk to anybody the whole time, right? So I'm guilty of that one as well. And I'm, I'm pretty extroverted, as most of you know. So, and I hate to keep using ums and so's in there. I know that's the the anti-toastmaster way to have conversations but or do speaking but you get what i'm saying build relationships get out and network um and it's not about using people it's about being stronger add value to their lives let them add value to your life and your business and you will both rise up both your businesses will succeed i can't tell you how many times i've seen this you know i make introductions for people that i know will help one another and they need each other and they don't know it yet. And I'll just say, you know, you guys should have a conversation. You should just talk about what you're doing in your business. Maybe you can't help each other today, but down the road, when you have a need for X or you know that they can do X, even if it's not their primary business, you've got a resource, you've got a connection. <coughs> so network and collaborate, just build relationships. Don't even try to sell them anything. Just build relationships. You will be strong. And even with your competitors, uh, I can't tell you how many times I get people referred to me that, uh, maybe someone can't help them in whatever it is that they're doing and they know that I can or vice versa. I send probably more business away because I'm not a good fit than I ever do with acquiring business. Uh, maybe it's a money thing. Maybe they aren't ready for what you do or maybe I should say they aren't ready. The customer's not ready for what that person does, but they know, you know, maybe you're a little lower cost option. Maybe you're just starting out in that particular industry. So they're going to send you some of that business that other people won't do you know with the uh the closing the Louisiana, Louisiana clothing company that i own i do some commercial printing for customers and i do smaller quantities and a lot of these big warehouses won't do that they want 600 and up units or 100 and up units and i'll do 30 or 40. so i'm a little more pricey and i'm a little slower but i will do those smaller quantities and so they send me some business from time to time so make relationships even with your competitors sometimes you'll be surprised at how much you can trade off and you may have a, a, a thing you can't do for someone, but they can do it quickly because they've got maybe a different machine that you don't have or, you know, the employees, the ability to, to, to do stuff uh, in a timely manner or, or in a more efficient manner or on a bigger scale. So make friends or nothing else, at least learn about what your competitors can do, where you can fit in what they do to what you do. Um, and of course, the, the last note, that, that was the top five things you should be doing. But the last little note here I got is, building a small business requires work, a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, uh, a lot of consistent effort. So if you're not willing, and this is probably the part that's gonna hurt some people's feelings, if this is a side hustle for you, that's cool. But you need to admit that to yourself that this is just a side hustle, right? But if you're trying to make a legitimate small business or turn your side hustle into a legitimate small business, you need to be willing to put in consistent effort and you need to know it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard and you're going to have to level up your skills. What got you here won't get you there. Uh, I believe that's a book by Charles Duhigg. Could be wrong on the, on the author, but it's very true. Might be Malcolm Gladwell. I think it's Charles Duhigg. But 
It's a very boring read. I'm just going to call that out up front. It's a very, very long. It's very academic sounding, uh, but it's very impactful. You should go read it if you get a chance. But what got you here won't get you there. So whatever skills you have and whatever efforts you have put out to get you to this level, to this point, will not get you to the next level. It won't get you to where your goals and your dreams are. You're going to have to up your skills. And you're going to have to up your efforts. That's just the truth of it. Hurts. It sucks. But... You know, if you suck at marketing and sales and you own a business or you're trying to start a business, you either need to get good at those two things or hire someone who can do your marketing sales or your business is going to fail, period, unless you're just super lucky. And it does happen. Some people get lucky. But that's a reason also a lot of businesses get to that first and second year and they're killing it and then they stall out. It's because the luck has run out or you've, you have reached the limitations of your current skill level and it's time to go get new skills. So... Up your skills. That's all I can say. Either read a book, get a coach. I know a guy. Um, or go attend a seminar, something. You get, attend a workshop. You've got to get better. So, And that's for everything. That's not just sales and marketing, which is a skill that every small business owner should at least be decent at or you're going to struggle. Um, if you're not decent at sales and marketing, you need to hire somebody really cool. That needs to be the first hire you make as a sales and marketing person. Then you've got HR issues, right? Not everybody's good at that. Some people suck at leadership in general. They hate managing other people. Well, at some point, if you're going to build a business, you're going to have to manage some people. So you need to go hire somebody or delegate that out to somebody and do the things that you like to do that you're good at and let everyone else do the things that you're not good at that you don't like doing. All right, that's all I got for you today. Uh, like and subscribe, as I said. Join our Facebook group. It's totally free. I hope you learned at least one thing that'll help you achieve explosive small business growth. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you're serious about growing a successful small business, you should consider joining our Facebook group. It's totally free, and we often share vlogs and episodes there first. It's on Facebook under the same name, Explosive Small Business Growth. Just search for it. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and how to get some free training and a copy of my book for free, then head on over to www.explosivesmallbusinessgrowth.com and take advantage of all my free content there. Have a great day, and I hope that you learned at least one thing that'll help you achieve explosive small business growth.